Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Morphin Time, the Power Rangers Power Hour, a Power Rangers podcast, where we watch every single episode of the 1993 kids show Power Rangers, and then break it down afterwards, uh, talking about it for over double the length of the episode itself. I'm your co-host, Adam, and as always, I'm joined by the Blue Ranger to my Red Ranger, the Alpha 5 to my Zordon, the Goldar to my Rita Repulsa, Nick. Hello. That is me. That is you. This week, we watched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1, Episode 5, Different Drum. Nick, we're making so much progress. We are. We're just, we do one episode a week. It's so much progress. Look, we're progressing as much as the people who were watching it when it was coming out did. Yeah. Look, Nick, the fact we've been doing this for five weeks is pretty wild. <laughs> And I haven't missed a week, considering that we yeah. record on a Friday night. <laughs> Just shows how yeah. much I have to go have going on. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy with all your friends. Although, to be fair, to be fair, one week we did record Friday mornings. I did do something Friday exactly. night. Exactly. We we're flexible. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. All right. All right. So, Nick, how you doing this week? You having a good week? Yeah, I'm alright. Tired, as always. Started uni again this week, which was alright. Oh, I, yeah. I transferred degrees, and that's been good. Oh. I now oh. do social work. How exciting. You love social yeah. work. You love I do. being social. I am a very social person. I go Hell out yeah. so often, hence why we record on Friday night. <laughs> as this previously mentioned. Notes. Look, Nick, for the last like two episodes you've complained at the beginning about how you've had to be social a week. So <laughs> Yeah, this is true. Uh yeah, I'm look, I'm doing pretty good to be honest. I had uh, uh I I had last week off college and then I came back to college this week and uh then next week I'm off again, which is pretty good. College seems just like a fucking bludge and a half. It's pretty good. Look, I'm not gonna lie. It's I don't do a lot of work, and any Look. work I do is uh uh I I don't put much effort in, but I put more than most people in my class. So <laughs> my teachers love me. Look, I go to uni twice a week <laughs> and put minimum effort in, but I do all right, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I go to college three days a week and put minimum effort in and do fine. So it's good. Hell yeah. Alright. Alright. So, Nick, you ready to start the episode of Power Rangers? Yeah. We'll start, like, three minutes in as opposed to 20 minutes in, like, us. Yeah, how fucking fucking wild. (laughs) Last week was just... That was our that was our, our thurs, that was our Thursday night slash Friday morning recording session. We got we got a bit weird with it. <laughs> yeah, look. Oh wait, is this, is this look? Touch wood, but this episode might be under an hour if we're gonna start like this early oh, in. Look, maybe. Hmm. Anyway. Proceed. Uh, no, Nick, you got any stories this week? We'll see if we can pad it out to four hours. Um, I honestly don't remember what happened before Thursday this week. That's where my memory starts. So. Look, fair enough. 
Uh, well, in, in that case, we'll jump right into the episode. So it starts off, as as always, uh, in the the gym cafe place that I'm still not sure what it is, but... Neither. Whatever. But look, we just have to... Oh, wait, no. Before we start, the episode oh. title, different drum. First time an episode title has made sense to me. Yeah, but there were still no drums. So close, but no cigar. Yeah, but... Dancing to a different drum is... Yeah, uh, no, I get it. I get it. You get it? it? Fine. This was a fine title. <laughs> Good. It was. Um, so yeah, we open in the in in the the, the cafe, the, the the gym, and Kimberly is leading like a Zumba class. I'm not sure what it is. I think it's is. just a dance class. I'm not yeah. sure it's meant to be anything more than that. Uh, I don't know. They seem to be doing Zumba, but I don't. I think this was way before Zumba. Oh, pre-Zumba. Look, I don't want to think about a time pre-Zumba. I don't want to. I don't want to remember a pre-Zumba world. <laughs> Dark times. <laughs> so, um, so Kimberly is leading a leading a dance class, and uh, Billy is is joining in. Uh, <laughs> This episode opens on a fuck you, Billy. It does. So Billy is Billy's having a dance, and then Ernie, the the owner of the gym, he comes oh, over. I love him. His dance was so good. He comes over, joining in the dance, and he's just like going for it, having a boogie. So, question about Ernie: Why does he look like a seventeen-year-old but talk like a forty-year-old? Ah. Uh... I don't know. I really love Ernie though. He's I so know, good. Exactly. <laughs> it's just because like later in the episode he called um he called one of the Rangers, I don't remember which one, kid. And I'm like, you look like you're the same age as them. Yeah, no, he's like an adult, like a proper adult. <laughs> Fucking wild. He owns the gym, my dude. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, um he dances over to Billy. And they start fighting for space, which is real good. Yeah. And then Billy trips over, and it's just... It's a great that... sequence that follows. So he falls onto, like, a cart and, like, gets propelled around. But he is... He's going around for way too long. <laughs> he's going around for ages, because you'd think he'd go in a straight line, hit the first wall. But no... <laughs> Like, it's like go-kart bullshit. He just keeps turning and turning, and then at one point he goes into, like, a cupboard and turns around and keeps going. Like, where did he get the momentum? It's wild. But yeah, so Billy's just lying on this cupboard for, like, not this cupboard, this, like, trolley thing for, like, a minute and a half going, ah, as he just, like, flies around the cafe slash gym. Oh, it's great. Billy, fuck you. I hate him. To quote the show Power Rangers, <laughs> fuck you, Billy. Yes. So, after he crashes and ruins the dance class like a dickhead, mm -hmm. 
it cuts to read a repulsor, if I remember correctly. Oh, well, no. So there's a line Kimberly had first that I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where Billy was on the floor, just lying there, and Kimberly came over to him because she ruined uh, he ruined her dance class. She comes over to him, and what do you, do you remember what she said, Nick? This isn't a way to. This isn't a good way to meet women, Billy, or whatever it was. It's so funny. Yeah, I think it was. This is not the way to meet girls, which is great. That's it's so good. It's especially great considering what happens at the end of the episode. Yeah, but fuck you, Billy. You can't. Fuck you, you can't fuck women. You're bad at dancing. <laughs> and then Rita Repulsa. Then Rita who Repulsa. says, "I hate all that kid music." <laughs> What? She hates Bitch. music. She was trapped for 10,000 years. When she was last out, human music was like yodeling or some shit. Which she loves. Yeah, I guess. Is Rita a human? Um, I don't think so. I assume I know, she's an alien. I know she looks human, but... I don't know. I presume Is Zordon a human? Is Zordon was Zordon a human? Now he's in a time warp. Well, and he's from another dimension. That's right. Zordon had like a multi-layered yeah. backstory. Yeah. God. Okay. So Rangers is so complicated. <laughs> Rita Repulsa is apparently an alien, a humanoid alien witch. Okay. 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 <laughs> so her race is witch. Home is the M51 galaxy. Oh, naturally. <laughs> Whatever that means. Time to go down a rabbit hole. Let's see what the fucking M51 it's a it's a whirlpool galaxy, apparently. The whirlpool galaxy is where the we whirlpool is. galaxy. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Alright, Nick. Let's just do a, a deep dive on the Ranger Wiki and get lost. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Ranger hate uh, not Ranger. Rita hates music, and no kitty music. Sorry, kid. Yeah, she hates kid music. Kids these days don't know what good music is like. Rita's all just they know how to do is eat hot chip and lie. <laughs> they love hot chip. So so yeah, um, Rita wants to use music against the Rangers. Turn what they love against them. Yeah. So smart. So uh Such a good plan. Yeah. So we cut back to, to the, the Angel Grove Jim and Juice or whatever I think that's its name. Um and uh so Billy is being picked up off the floor by Trini and she takes him yeah. over to the rest of the Rangers and like he seems to be in a lot of pain, which is quite good. <laughs> yeah, look, he deserves it. He does. So, do you know something I noticed, Nick? What did you notice? Uh, Trini is always the one who translates for Billy. Huh. You know when he says his long yeah. words and no one understands? Uh, I wrote down what he said this time. Oh, go ahead. I was intrigued by the, rhythm by the rhythmic modulation, yet daunted by the coordinating movements of the appendages. Fuck you, Billy. Trini uh, translated that to he can't dance. Which uh, Trini uh, is, is always the one to translate because I guess she's the smartest other than him. God, I hope there's no racial component to that. 
Uh, oh, right God. There probably is. Yeah. Oh, oh no. This was the 90s. It was the <laughs> 90s. Oh, no. Oh, no. Look, so far, Power Rangers hasn't been awful for representation. Like, not great. I mean... But... You say that, but besides the obviously homoerotic tension between Bulk and Skull, they are overtly homophobic. Yeah. I, I don't think there's ever been a gay Power Ranger. Oh, no. That's a real shame. That is Look, a shame. We can be the gay Power Rangers, Adam. Yeah, I'm going to write so much gay, gay Power Rangers fanfiction. Good. I just want a nice story where Bulk and Skull get over their internalized homophobia and get married. Yeah, they are gonna get married and it's gonna be adorable. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, so Trini is always the one who translates for Billy, which is pretty cool. I don't know, I like I, I, I like that they keep it consistent, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, because all the rest of the dumb. Power Rangers are dick, uh, dumb dickheads, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, so... There's a thing with uh, uh, the, this girl shouts at another girl, and then the girl who was shouted at runs away, and and Kimberly goes over to comfort her. Melissa, her name was. Melissa, you're right. So Kimberly goes over to comfort Melissa, uh, who was yelled at by um, another student because they walked into each other or something. I actually thought this part... And the episode was kind of nice. Yeah, I liked this. So Kimberly went over and she sat down with Melissa, and then we found out Melissa is deaf. Yeah. Um, and uh, Kimberly uh, talks to her with sign language, and it's 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 actually quite quite a nice scene. I enjoyed that scene. Yeah, and like I don't know, I find it cool that like the idea that she signs the dance moves as well, so that the deaf character can dance along. Yeah, it's oh, that's know, just kind of cool, especially nice, for yeah. the nineties. Yeah, no, I, it's nice to see, uh, like, inclusion like that in the 90s. It's, I, I, I enjoy it. I'm excited for that character to never come back. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we've got, we've got one, we're done. <laughs> uh, by the way, for the listeners, I hope that they know that um, if they ever hear me click, it means I'm doing finger guns. Oh, that's good. I don't know if you knew that, Adam. But... I didn't, but now I do, and that's amazing. If you, if you ever hear me click in a call, it's because I'm doing finger guns. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to listen out for that now. It Every time you so do it, I'll I... yell finger guns. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh my god. Alright, so, uh, Kimberly and, and uh, Melissa have their nice conversation, and uh, Kimberly calms Melissa down. She tells her it's not it's not her fault. It's it's okay. She can still dance. And then they make fun of Billy together, and it's really nice. <laughs> Making fun of Billy should be a bonding experience. <laughs> it's how we're best friends. <laughs> yeah, we just both fucking hate Billy. Fuck Billy. Uh, all right, so we go back to um, go back to Rita's moon base, uh, and your boy Finster is working on a monster. Oh, our- who eats cars and smells like a fish. Oh, what? I, I didn't hear that line. That's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he says, I'm working on a marvelous monster that eats cars and smells like a fish. That's me. That's Again. a description of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I've seen videos of you just eating cars. Oh, nom, nom. people hold their nose. 
How dare you? Everyone I know loves fish. But yeah, like it's such a specific monster. It is. I love this monster. So <laughs> we'll we'll get uh we'll get to him in a minute because he's not he's not quite yeah. we're not quite there yet. But I yeah. I am very excited to talk about this monster. I love him a lot. Oh yeah, this yep. Uh, so the next scene, uh, we go back to the dance class, and Bulk and Skull turn up. Ah, yeah. God, they're cunts. <laughs> they're such cunts. like <laughs> my god. Bulk comes in and kicks the chair out from under someone. Yeah, so Bulk comes in and it's like, look at all the rapping ballerinas, and then and then. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, and then Skull like leans on him and laughs or something, and just the look of disgust on Bulk's face I found <laughs> very funny. So like, don't don't touch me. What are you? What? Uh, because it, it was gay. They were le- They were uh, five Yo, feet Skull... apart. <laughs> five feet apart. Skull is gay. New theory: Skull is gay for Bulk, but Bulk is homophobic. Holy shit! Like that season of Gotham. That yes, that show I stopped watching after three episodes. Right, so Nick, Gotham after season one gets real good because they just go crazy into the comic bullshit. And it's Batman time, a Gotham podcast. Yeah, hey guys, and welcome to this uh, special mini episode of um, uh, it's Batarang time, the Batman batting hour, uh, the Batman podcast. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, Gotham, it's it's real bad for the first season, because they just tried to make it, like, a mundane-ass cop show, and it's fine. Terrible. But, you know, it, it's what whatever. But then in the second season, they just go completely crazy, and they make every Batman villain ever just appear 20 years before Batman is even Batman. And it's Fuck great. Yes. It's fucking great. Mr. Freeze turns up and Batman's not there, so it's just some cops fighting a guy with a freeze gun. It's so good. Wild. And I wonder what the implications for that are in the, that universe. Well, the last I... the, the last episode is set in Batman times. It's like a 20-year time skip or something. But, uh... And it's weird. It's weird. So, in like the third or fourth season or whatever, we find out that the penguin is secretly gay for the Riddler. Oh? So the penguin is super gay for the Riddler and wants the Riddler to love him. Right. But the Riddler doesn't love him. Oh. So, so... The Riddler was such a twink. Well, yeah, so the Riddler gets a new girlfriend who looks exactly like his ex-girlfriend who he murdered. Oh, oh no! Uh, yeah, and so and then the penguin kills the Riddler's new girlfriend. Oh, because he's like, if I can't have him, no one can. Look, that's a weird place for Gotham to go, but I can't say I'm not on board for penguin being gay. And then at one point, the penguin. Or maybe the Riddler, I don't remember. One of them has, like, a weird dream sequence where the other one sings a song to them. 
okay, I am completely on board now. Yeah, Gotham's great at the end. <laughs> that shows why, like, look, as you know, Adam, my, what mm. is my favorite episode of Batman the Brave and the Bold, Adam? Uh, the musical episode. <laughs> the musical episode. So I am completely on board for that dumb bullshit. Yeah, no, it's great. I think it's the penguin who dances and he has... Like a oh. cane and a bowler hat, oh, and he was like God, yes. a forties musical, like singing in the rain esque dance, and it's great. Um, I, I that makes me incredibly happy, and I can't even put it into words. It's so good. But anyway, so after Bulk and Skull show up, <laughs> yeah, look back on topic of Power Rangers. We yeah, back on to Power Rangers, that show we all love. Uh, Bulk mm. and Skull show up, and Bulk says, look at the rapping ballerinas, but then Skull says, they're not even ballerinas, this is too easy. He does say that. They, he's, they're just such dickheads to everyone <laughs> they meet. <laughs> they, it's, too... oh, it's good, it's to cover up their gayness, Nick. You have to admire their confidence. They keep getting, well, Bulk especially keeps getting fucked on. But keeps yeah. coming back for more. The fact that they just keep being dicks, despite the fact they know they'll get, they'll chat shit and get here. It's good. It is. Look, it's we love we love self confidence, you know, in our bullies. We do. So, um, so yeah. Uh, uh, then um, Zach says, uh, "I'd like to see you try it about the dancing." He does. Yeah, and then he he does do the dance moves that. So yeah, then Bulk Bulk has a dance, and he's not as bad a dancer as I thought they'd make him. <laughs> yeah, we look. He has a fucking he had a weightlifting record. He's an alright dancer. Yeah. Like... <laughs> so Bulk dances, and like four moves in, he kicks Jason's chair out from under him because <laughs> he's such a dick. <laughs> he he's just such a. He dances over to Jason's chair and kicks it with a dance move, and I love him. Look, that was actually kind of funny. It was great. And then, and then, um, and then, like they caught Jason, and then Trini was like holding Jason back, and it was great. And so, then, yeah, dance off. So, so Zach challenges Bulk to a dance off. <laughs> and he does better than expected. He does. He I thought he would be really bad, but he does he does pretty good for the first few moves. Yeah. So yeah, Bulk wasn't as bad as I thought they'd make him. Um at one point when when Zach does a dance, um Trini says, Yo, Zach, yes, with that exact line delivery that I just did, and I found <laughs> yeah, it very no, really I... funny. Yeah, no, I wrote down, um, Yo, Zach, yes, was so unenthusiastic. <laughs> it was so unenthusiastic. She just didn't care. Oh, like, oh, Zach's on his, on his fucking shit again. <laughs> yeah, Zach, you, we get it, you can dance, calm down. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> So, so a, a few a few moves. It so the the way the dance battle works is basically Zach does a move and then Bulk copies it to to the best of his ability. And Zach is obviously a better dancer, but Bulk is is given a, a, a college try, you know, the real college try, mm -hmm. and he's 
he's doing all right for himself until he like slips when he spins and you hear this like ripping noise we already have had a pants rip yeah that was last episode so is this two episodes in one go but then i was thinking about it and later on in that scene you just you his pants weren't ripped when you Wait, when you really? see it yeah what was the ripping noise was that his groin <laughs> oh no <laughs> But yeah, the ripping noise, or maybe, well, yeah. He has every man's dream. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> and it just, oh, and it Nick, oh, no, I hate that. So, yeah, that's a ripping noise. No, no, um, sorry. Not a zipper. He had Velcro on him. <laughs> oh, that's worse somehow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why is that worse? Ah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. God, Velcro nutsack is a fucking. That's an evocative image. Oh my Good band God. name. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, if we need, if we ever make merch for this podcast, we need Velcro nutsack as like a band shirt. Yes, Velcro nutsack. <laughs> I'd wear that shirt. That's good. Just in public wearing a. I'm imagining like the nut hair. I mean, it would be worse if it wasn't and it just got stuck in there. As well. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Look, I take back what I said about this episode being under an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Everyone hit us up on Twitter if you want, um, uh, if you want Velcro nutsack t-shirts. We know you want some Velcro nutsack. T-shirts. We know you want some Velcro nutsacks. Uh, but yeah, so so they they're having their dance off, and then uh, Zach um, does a handstand on the bar, which is he very does. dangerous and like pointless. It's not a dance. It's not really dancing, is it? Because that was all he did for that for that like segment of dance. Yeah, as that, well. that was like gymnastics, not dancing. Yeah. I don't know. So Bulk uh, tries to do the handstand, but like, I I don't expect Bulk to be able to do that. No. That's... <laughs> Again, you have to admire his confidence. Yeah, he tried. He he gave it the co- he gave it an old college try. But he he failed, unfortunately. He did a handstand and just went over the bar. And got uh, cake in his face like he did either last episode or the episode before. I don't remember. They just love coating bulk in in food. Hey, what was with the fart noises that kept playing? Uh, did you well, notice that? Yeah, that's just or... kind of... Um, that's the, the, the music they normally use when bulk and skull are, are in a scene. What a good theme. Yeah, that's their theme. It's just a bunch of farts and trumpets. It's good. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's great. So, um, so yeah. Uh, uh, then Kimberly wraps up her dance class, and she's like, great class, guys. And then everyone applauds, which was great. I don't Including know if I've Kimberly. ever been... Yeah, Kimberly applauded herself, I guess, or her students. I don't know. Doesn't... Still weird, oh. I've always... <laughs> Yeah, it was, and I don't know. Like I've I've been in situations where there has been an applause at the end of like a a lecture or something or whatever, 
Like I've been in in those things where it was like a guest speaker or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like that well, that's kind of different thing. if it's a guest yeah. speaker, but uh, presumably but this is a regular call. Someone has to say, "All right, a round of applause." Question: How many classes do Kimberly teach? Because I feel like she also does a gymnastics class. Yeah, she's busy. They're busy. These Power Rangers are busy. Yeah. God, good job. Good job. None of them are introverts, isn't it? Because they'd just be. I mean, Billy. <laughs> nah, I don't think he's an intro. Oh, yeah, to be fair, he hangs out with people constantly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's not... Just he's he's not social- a, just a cunt. He's not an introvert, he's just socially inept. <laughs> he, yeah. He's... Yeah, exactly. He just doesn't know how to word, but he, he uh, likes it. So going back to a point that I think we've talked about it before, mm. um, teenage, teenagers with attitude, they chose, like, honest students... Yeah, no, like, they chose they chose students who all have like straight A's and are like heads of like, clubs and running classes and yeah, yeah, like I we haven't seen them have attitude at all. Yeah, unless you count challenging then, someone to a dance off. Attitude. They, they were like best friends with their teacher that time we saw him. I don't and like yeah. even. Like, when they're making fun of Bulk and Skull, it's just, like, usually a little quip or something. It's not like, yeah. hey, it's not like tearing them down. It's not like, hey, fatty and queer, come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fatty and the queer, that's their name now. <laughs> that's their band name. That's their band name. Oh, no. That's our band name, man. It is. But which one's which, we'll never tell. Yeah. The secret is we're both both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, look, I could be. Ah, it, look, if if it was required to form a band. <laughs> Nick, if we needed if we needed to both be fat to make the band, I would I would take one for the team. I'd give Fuck. up my super hot trim bod. I first Velcro Nutsack is our punk band. Fatty and the Queer is like our, like, <laughs> I don't know even what that'd be. Alright, everyone hit us up on Twitter, what genre music does Fatty and the Queer make? <laughs> <laughs> uh, some people are not gonna like our use of that word. Uh, well, we're queer, so we're allowed to, but... Exactly. <laughs> For anyone who's gonna get angry, me and Nick both identify as queer, so shut up. You couldn't see it, but I nodded. Good get for an off, audio medium. Get off your high horses, don't tell me how to describe myself. Alright. Yeah, unless it's my unless it's to do with like the colours I'm wearing, because I am colorblind. <laughs> as am I. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. It's fun that we're both colorblind watching a show about bright colours. Is I feel like... Different types of colorblind yeah. as well. Nick, out of the five Power Rangers, I think there's only one we see the same, and that's black. That... No, <laughs> and yellow. We can both see yellow. I don't we? see yellow. Really? Yeah. Fuck. I see yellow as right. kind of pinkish. All right then, that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> so the only the only overlap we have is the black ranger. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Anyway, so, um, so, yeah, so, 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 um, 
Bulk at, at this point says, Nobody tricks me. And then Zach. <laughs> the past like, five episodes just... <laughs> beg to differ, dickhead. <laughs> Every scene you've ever been in <laughs> beg to differ, Bulk. <laughs> you fuck. Nick, Bulk and Skull were only in one scene this episode. I know! It's so. They don't get their second comeuppance. It made me sad. They're not in the last scene getting comeuppance like they no, normally look, are. I like the break from formula, but from a tiny. by a tiny, tiny bit. But, <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't know. It was. This episode was really fun. I had a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, no, I, this I quite liked this episode. <laughs> yeah, well, especially after the fucking shit show we had for the last two. Yeah, well, yeah. No, no offense to anyone who really loves Power Rangers, but the last two episodes were not good, so shut up. No. Look, anyone who really loves Power Rangers knew what they were getting into when in the first episode we both said we didn't know shit about Power Rangers. <laughs> Nick, I know so much about Power Rangers, but my Just knowledge not... of Power Rangers is at least ten seasons ahead of this. <laughs> For the next ten seasons, I will know nothing. But then, Hell yeah. if we get to, like, Jungle Fury, you fucking, you betcha I'm gonna be remembering the episodes without even having to watch them. <laughs> remembering them incorrectly and then being disappointed. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, this was really good. Oh, never mind, no, it's not. <laughs> do you think Power Rangers is a show that gets better with a, like, each season's gonna get better, or do you think each season's gonna get worse? Um... I reckon it'll like it'll it'll peak somewhere in the middle and then drop down again. Probably the one where they're alien cops. Oh, alien cops is a good one. Uh, there's one where it's set in like a, a dystopian uh, apocalyptic future, which is I remember being quite oh, good. I'm actually keen. That sounds cool. Yeah, that one Hell. was quite fun. It was set in a that one's set in like a robot apocalypse where the robots have already won and they had to. Yeah, no, that one was a quite cool. Idea. But we're not getting to that one for at least a decade, so calm down. <laughs> ah, yay. Yeah. Uh, that one's like the 13th season or something like that. Oh, so. God. So got a while. <laughs> I like how every episode has my realisation about how long we're in this for. About how you've signed a blood pact to... We made a blood pact to do this. Oh, I think we forgot to mention in the last um, reader scene... There were two more things I did want to mention. Um, so she says she wants to make a pod pi- a pod paper. I can't pronounce that apparently. That was a lot of peas in one sentence. She wants to make a Peter Piper picked a pi- pack of pickled peppers, Nick. Yeah. Anyway, my point is again, she has been in prison for ten thousand years. Has she been like catching up on Earth culture? <laughs> is it like you remember that scene in X Men Apocalypse where he shows up and puts his head in the TV or something? Hold of you to assume I've seen X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rita went uh, 15 years into the future and watched X Men Apocalypse. Who the f. Have you seen X Men Apocalypse? I thought no one saw that. I've seen it. Have you seen Dark Phoenix? Uh, no. <laughs> Good. <I'm... laughs> anyway, so the other thing in the previous um, reader scene that I forgot to bring up is um. Mm. So she says she wants to make a musical monster to her boy, her friend. I yes. never remember the name. Uh, that one's friends. Finster. What a good, what a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Finster is like musical monsters aren't reliable. So it's been tried before then. Uh 
I guess, like, in the pre-Ranger days, like, 10,000 years ago, they probably had a full and army. I don't know. Do you, do you remember what his suggestion for an alternative was? I don't. Go ahead. A fire-breathing hedgehog. Well, that! I want to see that episode, please. <laughs> that sounds metal as hell. That's great. Another great band name, perhaps? Fire-breathing yeah. hedgehog? <laughs> yes. I'm like I'm not even imagining like the weird costumes or anything. I'm just literally imagining a big hedgehog. <laughs> or oh, concept normal size hedgehog. <gasps> oh yes, normal size hedgehog. So there a is a regular hedgehog that's also breathes fire. <laughs> Hello listeners, I want you all to know that there is a plant coming through my window that is pointing at me very menacingly. I'm going to take a photo of it. Oh, we'll put it on the Twitter. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it in this photo. Oh. I'll get up and take a photo after the episode. Nick, is it like is it like in that one movie with the evil plant? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know which movie you're talking about, but I'm hope so. I hope so. Is it Little Shop of Horrors or something? I thought you were talking about the fucking um the M Night Shyamalan movie with Mark Wahlberg in it. Oh, there are many evil plant movies. Was that that much? I don't know. Something I'm like referring to all of the evil plant movies at once. At once. I hope it's an evil plant, because it is quite menacing. I hope it just, you wake up, like, because what time is it for you right now? Like, 1? Uh, 1.18am. Yeah. So, imagine, like, in, in, I'm imagining, like, after you go to bed, you wake up in, like, three hours, and you've just got a plant around your neck, and you're like, what? I was imagining it up my nose. Oh, that's worse. Oh, no. It's going for the brain. Yeah. Oh, no. Anyway, so, yeah, so, fire-breathing yeah. hedgehog. Fire-breathing hedgehog. That's great. Right. Do that. Last thing. She says she's going to turn them into a Scythian slug. The fuck is a Scythian slug? I looked it up, and the first result was the quote from the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's like a space thing? She's from space. Scythian sounded Greek to me. Yeah. Anyway, so this reader huh. scene. Yeah, this reader scene. Um, you go ahead and take this one, buddy. Go, go ahead. Uh, so sh you, we get to the scene, and Rita is waiting for her monster. Mm -hmm. And the line that comes out of her mouth is something I fucking love, which was just, the waiting is putting a strain on my natural beauty. <laughs> She's so beautiful and... Oh, God. I, fuck, I fucking love her. She's so unapologetically evil and in love with herself, and it's great. <laughs> Look, again, gotta admire confident. Mm-hmm. And, Adam, would you like to name the monster for this episode because it was just the best I, name <laughs> i would love to so out of the monster matic pops the gnarly gnome i am so stealing that for dnd &D. <laughs> <laughs> the gnarly gnome the gnarly gnome he's and his design great. is so good his design's so wild because he's got like a human looking face but it's made of the same, like, rubber shit that the rest of them are made of. It's he's so got a weird. fucking Viking hat! He's got a Viking hat. He's so big as well. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love him. He's so scary. <laughs> and his oh. voice is nothing like I thought it would be as well. 
he he's just got a regular dude voice, which is great. Oh, I love it. I fucking love Gnarly Gnome. Gnarly Gnome, great villain. So Gnarly Gnome, uh, yeah. So everyone is leaving the the cafe, um, and the Gnarly Gnome uh, turns up. At, oh, oh! While everyone was leaving, this is everyone. Uh, Kimberly's dance class. While they're all leaving, they high five Ernie as they leave, and that's oh great. yeah, they did. I... Ernie is such a good guy. He's great. He's such good friends with all of his customers. I really like Ernie. Yeah, no, Ernie he just runs such is... a good business. He does. He's such a good business, even though he keeps giving away stuff for free. Look, to be fair, later on in the episode when he does that, they were all kidnapped for a bit. I don't. Yeah, no, they got traumatized. They were kidnapped yeah. by a monster. Yeah, like he. I... <laughs> I'd have also given them free drinks. That's fair enough. Good job, Ernie. Um, so yeah, the gnarly gnome uh, ambushes the, uh, the the group leaving the the gym. Um, uh, but the 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 deaf girl Melissa from earlier, she uh, is not hypnotized. He he ambushes them by playing his accordion. Great choice of instrument, by the way. Oh, it is. So he ambushes them by playing his accordion, and um, and he he like hypnotizes them and like pied pipers them like you were, like you were saying earlier. And it's uh, it's great. But Melissa is not affected because she She's... is deaf. Although it's weird because like sometimes in the episode she does kind of seem to respond to verbal stuff. Maybe she can lip read. Yeah, I think she can lip read because um. Yeah, I'm not. She every time she's like responding to stuff, it's always like in a conversation when she's looking at people. So I would. Yeah, I assume it's liberating. Yeah, um, but it's pretty fun. Uh, oh, Nick, we didn't talk about the gnarly gnome's plan. I'm so sorry. Uh he like it's to kidnap a bunch of them by playing music and getting them to follow, and then he just like has a dance party. Well, you see, the plan, the plan, I believe, is to kidnap the, the kids and get them to follow him, and then when the rangers come to rescue the kids, hi- uh, hypnotize them and turn them into Rita's, like, soldiers. But that just doesn't happen. <laughs> no, they, they just have a dance party. Yeah, so, so, um, so yeah, they, they all, uh, the Gnarly Gnome leads the, leads the kids to a cave and traps them all in a cave. Melissa follows them to the cave, but then when they get into the cave, she's cut off from them, so she just, like, runs back. Uh, she runs back to find help, um, while the gnarly gnome uh, and Babu and Squat are just having a dance And a bunch party. of parties. And a bunch of parties. Can you imagine how much fun it would have been to play a party? Oh my god, it would have been so much fun. You just get to, like... Put on a mask, put on some big gloves, and then just go wild. Like, fuck, how good. You'd get to be so loose with your body movements. And their dancing is, like, do you think they were under the spell of Gnarly Gnome, or were they just, like, real happy to be there? I reckon they were just loving it. (laughs) They're like, fuck, finally, I'm not getting punched by Power Rangers. Having a dance. Just, and they weren't even dancing with the girls to start off with. They were just dancing around Gnarly Gnome. <laughs> they're great. So, yeah. Um, so, so they're all having a dance party. And it's it's great. Squat and Babu were there. I googled their names because I couldn't remember them. Yeah, I can never remember. And then That's Reaper's, like, comic relief sidekicks. They're great. 
They're just cooking. They're just cooking a barbecue. It's good. So yeah, they put a secret ingredient in the food, but the secret ingredient just looks like balls from a ball pit. Yummy. It looks delicious. And then love... one of them just eats a bug. It's good. Yeah. Look. Big Timon and Pumbaa energy is what I'm saying. Oh my god, yes. They are. Oh. And look, maybe they're the queer characters that aren't ashamed of their love. They do work for Rita Queer Icon after all. Um so yeah, so they're having a they're having a little little dance party and then the gnarly gnome because he's eating a big lunch, he he has a nap. Uh, so um Oh wait, no, he says a line that I do that I love for oh, some reason. Just dance with me, my beauties, for tomorrow you dance with our Empress. I don't think I've ever heard anyone call Rita an Empress before, so that was good. The Dali Gnome, best villain so far. Definitely. Second best He's is Bones. So Bones, also very fun. Oh god, I like I like this episode when it... I like this show when it just has fun. It's a good... Yeah. It's a, it's a fun show sometimes, but oh god, it's good. Um, but yeah, so, so, um, Melissa heads back to the, to the gym to, to look for help, and she finds Jason and Ernie. Um, and Jason just kind of talks to her like she's, a, like she's stupid. Like, oh, did, what's that? Did little Timmy fall down the well? Yeah, he talks to her like she's lassie, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't, I don't understand her. What? What? What is it? What? You have to give Jason credit. At the end of the episode, he is trying to learn sign language. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I did, I did like that. It was... Yeah, so did I. Uh, but yeah, so she finds Jason and Ernie. Ernie also doesn't know sign language, um, unfortunately. Uh, so she grabs uh, Ernie's notepad and she writes down what's hap- what, what happened. Um, <laughs> and she tells, she tells Jason and Ernie that her friends are in danger. Uh, so then Jason's like, oh my god, your friends are in danger. I'll come on, I'll help your friends. Let's go. And Ernie doesn't call the police. Excellent point. <laughs> what? He's an adult in this situation. He should call the police. Like he should and be also... like, hang on, Jason. Stay right here. I'm gonna call the police. What's happened? And like, does Melissa know that Jason? Jason's a Power Ranger? No, I feel like they, by the... their identities are secret. I feel like by the end of the episode, she definitely knows. No, 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 she doesn't, because the, uh... When the five of them... But, like, the five of them go in, and then the Power Rangers show up, and then the five of them leave, well, and you don't see the Power Rangers. See, the thing is, Nick, as well, in that scene after they free everyone, Zack refers to the Power Rangers in the in the third person. They... Oh, oh yeah, fucking perfect. So... He's like, it's not us. The Power Rangers saved you. <laughs> it's bad, but yeah. So, um, so, so, yeah. Um, why, why didn't Ernie call the police, Nick? Ernie didn't call the police because um, he's the phone lines are down. Ah, there, of course, they were hit by a, the Nali. No, 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 they're hit by. They just haven't repaired from the earthquake from like episode <laughs> one. Or one of the last monsters tripped over them, or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, fair enough. All right. So, so the uh, Nali no- uh, Rita is spying on Nali Gnome and Squat and Babu and the putties and the the dancing kids, and um, she yells at them from the moon, and they hear her. Yeah, doesn't she say something? I think she calls them like. 
an Octavian slime toad or something? Something like that. That that rings bells. Again, what is an Octavian slime toad? Because Octavian was the name of the first emperor of Rome. So, so yeah. like, what? Um, I'm assuming uh, it's a space thing. Probably. I'm assuming there's like a planet called like Octavius Five or some shit. Or yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so there's uh, Rita yells at them and is like, get up, you lazy cunts. Um, the Power Rangers are almost there. So then the Gnarly Gnome turns invisible. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't do it again. He never does it again. He turns invisible and Squirt and Babu are like, you can't get out of here that easily. And then they and... leave. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. What? So they leave, and they leave um, the Gnarly Gnome to fight the rangers, because the rangers arrive, and they morph immediately, and they start fighting the gnome. Again, maybe because they're protect- like, they have to save the girls, it's not considered escalation? Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, they- re I really feel like they escalate a lot in this- in this fight specifically, because the Gnarly Gnome does not land a single hit on them. Yeah, no, they, like, oh, they form their, like, mega gun straight away. Yeah, 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 No, that's the thing, like, so, so first of all, the escalation of morphing immediately, which they're not meant to do, so they, they did that. And then they summon their weapons immediately, before the Gnarly Gnome had even tried to hit them. Oh, and, um, another fuck you, Billy, because he calls his weird staffing a mace. Oh, yeah, well, remember a few episodes ago when we were talking about the alternate yeah. names? They use the alternate names in this episode. Yeah, and I did this like is... that, but the mace one is dumb. Yeah, this is, I think, the only episode where they use the alternate names. Um, but the alternate names are, I, I think, direct translations from what they're called in the Japanese version. Oh, I might yeah. be, I might be wrong, but I. Well, think... then I hate it less because yeah, that is different. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, um, so yeah, they they all they all grab their, their they grab their weapons and they fight. And he didn't hit them once, but they use their combined mega cannon just immediately yeah um, no they fucking were destroyed they destroyed him they did just within like a minute he was just gone yeah like so, and then Rita. so uh well yeah so nick now we know the uh now we know what the the alternate names actually are we weren't like the, you know remember the other episode when we guessed um we actually know what they are now so the power yeah. axe is the cosmic cannon and that's uh, that's Zach's rain. Uh, that's Zach's weapon. Uh, the power bow is the battle bow, but the Netflix subtitles called it the double bow. Did it? I didn't yeah. see that. Um, the power daggers uh, become the dino daggers. I wait, like that. wait. Why is the power? What? Why is the power axe a cosmic cannon? It's the cosmic cannon, Nick. Wait. What? <laughs> Uh, I think if you hold it, like, you, the bottom of the handle is, like, uh, is hollow. Oh, yeah, no, so I'm reading, like I looked a, it up. Yeah. I'm reading it on the fucking wiki, yeah, it can be used as a gun. Okay, so it's just a gun. So, it's, they gave Zack a gun. Alright, cool. Hell, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then the power lance is the mighty mace. Um, so the, I yep. looked it up. The which I know is against the spirit no, not of the podcast, but here we are. <laughs> um, 
So he, the power lance can be split in half and become two masons. Okay. And it's the mighty masons, which does make sense. That does, that's, okay. All right, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you love Power Rangers now. I do love Power Rangers. Uh, By the way, I want to point out that um, hmm. all the alternate names, um, they have the word, they have a link to this episode after them, making me think this is the only episode they have called that, which I really hope it is. Yeah, I think so, and that's great. So, um, so, so they they blow him up, and what happened to his plan to hypnotize the Rangers? Yeah, look, don't he think about didn't it. Try. Uh, so, so yeah, Rita. Uh, what does Rita do after he gets blown up, Nick? Stuff toss. <laughs> um. So Rita makes makes uh, gnarly gnome. Big. Big gnome. Big gnome. Still quite small, though. <laughs> Big gnome. Well, it only grows it only grows you one size category, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a medium-sized creature now. <laughs> a sweet 5th edition D&D joke for all of you know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he's, he's big now. Uh, and then the rangers summon the zords. Uh, summon, the, summon the zords. And then they make the megazords. Uh, and they combine... Yeah, more escalation. No escalation. They combine and they use their power crystals that were... They, yeah! They, they were did meant they to be like, it? if they needed a boost, or did they just use them all the time now? I turn. Yeah, I wrote that down too. Like, did they... They didn't always need the crystals for tank mode, did they? No, tank mode was what they used in the first episode. Like, And then they immediately went out of tank mode. Yeah. So they used it to go into tank mode, and then they went out of tank mode. Uh, because So they shot at the gnome, and he shoots back, but he misses or something. By the way, does the gnome use a fucking rake as a weapon? Does he? Holy shit, that's good. <laughs> I, like, fuck I hope yeah. so. That's great. Also, when they were um, combining and making the Megazord, I think it was Kimberly that, just, that said, I... Just love this part as they were combining, and I don't know why, but I loved that. It's very good. So yeah, they they all combine, and they're in their megazord in tank mode, and then they shift into battle mode, and it's a big old big fight. So now he tries hypnotizing them. Nolly Nine tries hypnotizing them, but not really. Yeah, what, what? he makes them it's, see it, illusions, which was not. I mean, I guess maybe, maybe that was what the girl saw. We just didn't see it from their perspective. Maybe, but it wasn't helpful. But, yeah, why was getting? How did them seeing them getting punched by a building help? Yeah, because they're still gonna block the building. You know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah so he, I don't... he made himself look like a building coming towards them, and then like a boulder coming towards them. But. Both of those, they would still like attack the boulder or the like, building. Like no matter, I don't. No yeah. matter how good the illusions are, if a fucking building's walking toward you, you yeah. know that's not an actual building. Because they were in the middle of the desert a second ago. <laughs> like yeah, how? Oh, that's right, it's LA. I was thinking like, why is there so much fucking desert around? But yeah, no, California is yeah. hot. Yeah, I assume there's deserts there. Probably. Uh, so yeah, they, the Mojave, they. I know the Mojave's in Nevada, but does that go into California as well? Uh, maybe, maybe. Who I knows? Don't know. Neither of us are American or care about America. Eat exactly. Shit. Eat shit, Americans. Oh, Jk, Nick. please 
Guess what? Guess which Hello. state we're most listened to in, in America? Which state? So it it used to be Texas. Oh, that is very good. Uh, but now it's California. Oh. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Now it's now it's uh, California. Whoop. Uh, Los Look. Angeles is the city we're most listened to in as well. So it's good. Hollywood loves us. Look, so they should. But Texans, pick up your fucking game, man. <laughs> we need cowboy listeners, goddammit. Why want Adam need... more cowboys? We need your people, Adam. I love cowboys. Um, so yeah, so so they they, they blow up the Gnarly Gnome because they summon the Mega Sword after they've already knocked him down. So he's lying on the floor and then they summon a sword. Gonna fucking execute him. Talk about escalation yet Coup again. Who did draw that motherfucker? Well, they do. They just blow him up. <laughs> and then they say, strike three, you're out. Yeah. I don't... I genuinely what? don't think the gnome hit them once in that whole fight from, like, the original... No, no, when he was a building, them. he hit them. I don't know. He still didn't hit them enough to... For them to escalate it that far. <laughs> yeah. What were the first... What were the strikes? I don't know. Was it the amount of times they've destroyed him? Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I suppose. Who knows? So yeah, he's... He's he's dead now. Um, rest in peace, Nalino. He will be missed. He we will, will hold missed. a candlelit vigil for him. <laughs> so they blow up the gnome, and then they free the cave prisoners, the, the girls. How good? How good. Very. Um, oh no, sorry, it was Kimberly who referred to the rangers in the third person, because she was telling all of the, all of the, uh, the prisoners, she was like, without Melissa and the power rangers, you'd have all died. She didn't say that exactly, but, like, all, that was the gist of it. fucking cocked it. <laughs> You'd have fucking died. That gnome would have killed you. <laughs> that gnome would have slit your throats. He would have boiled you up and made you into stew. Om nom nom. That's what the gnome would have said. <laughs> Kimberly went real graphic in it as well. <laughs> he would have stuck a knife down your throat and lacerated your throat so that you choked to death on your own blood. But then he would have marinated you in each other's blood before boiling you in a pot of stew and feeding you to Babu and Squat, you cunts. <laughs> so yeah, thank God for the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> thank God for the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was a bit out of tone for the episode, but well, you know, it was there. really weird. Like she swore a lot as well during <laughs> that scene. <laughs> She's like, "You fucking cunts! If you are, uh, you fucking would have deserved to die." Say thank you to the parents. Say fucking thank you. Say fucking thank you. If they killed him, they could bring him back. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Kimberly, you're you're a monster. <laughs> so yeah, uh we cut back to Rita on her moon base and she's yelling at Squat and oh. Babu. And she says she calls them dweebs and calls one of them an overgrown blueberry. I love and... Rita's insults. 
Reunite is so good. Yas Queen. Sorry, Yas Empress. Look. She look, I will sacrifice people to Rita. That is what I'm doing now. If I if I were in the Parenters universe, I would worship Rita Repulsa like a god. Yes. Like the goddess she is. An angry god. <laughs> um so yeah, so so th- then we cut back to um uh, we cut back to the the gym, uh, to the gym and the gym and juice. And uh, Ernie, like the nice guy he is, uh, gives everyone a soda on the house. Yeah, probably as an apology that. for um, not calling the cops. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I didn't call the police. Have a soda. Everything worked out. <laughs> Please don't tell your parents or the Power Rangers. <laughs> I hear they can bring back that monster. <laughs> I hear they'll send the gnarly gnome after me. <laughs> so, um, so uh, Jason has been trying to learn to sign, but I mean, it's only been like what uh, an hour at the at yeah, the most. Finally, can sign anything after an hour. Yeah. So, well, I like to think he was just guessing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he was, uh, he was trying to sign, but he told, he accidentally said, uh, that his dog smells. Which, to be fair, it probably does. Yeah, I'd imagine it would if you had a dog. Uh, and so Kimberly and Melissa both laugh at Jason, because he can't sign, but he's trying, so it's cute. Uh, and then yeah. Zach, I, I think Zach is also trying to learn to sign, they were talking about that. It's cute. I, I, I really like that they're all learning to sign, that's really nice. Yeah, that is nice. Look, power. Look, Kimberly might be a psychopath, but she's not a um. She's not a bigoted psychopath. She might be a murderous psychopath who threatens to lacerate the throats of children, but at least she knows sign language. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. They they all have their sodas. It's great. And then Melissa uh, asks Billy to dance. Ooh. Billy. Yeah. And he dances well. Yeah, something. so Billy what? is good at dancing now. Um Which they call Melissa a miracle worker for Yeah. It. I don't what? Did you teach him? When? The style of dance he's doing as well. It's it's very da- it's very Zach adjacent, not not Melissa slash Kimberly adjacent. Yeah, because he does like he like break dances. Yeah. He starts breakdancing, and I think when they when they do that they um they sped up the footage. That wouldn't shock me. Uh and I I genuinely laughed out loud when he started breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> I Is don't that think that was yeah, it was. I don't think that was the intended effect, but I just, like, I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I paused Fuck. it, then I rewinded it and laughed out loud a second time, because it's so <laughs> The fucking ending so of funny. his dancing. Oh, it's like, great. Yeah. At the end. He lands in, uh, alright, so you've all seen that poster from Deadpool where he's in front of the fire. Yeah. Billy lands in that post. <laughs> And Billy, Billy's getting some tonight is all I'm saying. Billy's getting some from Melissa. There was not a dry pair of underwear in that room. Not just <laughs> they, They're all gonna jump on him. 
Yeah, even the men. Oh, of course. Everyone was gay in the 90s, just secretly. Um, so yeah, as always, we end on a weird freeze frame that looks like it wasn't meant to be a freeze frame, because it's like, Zach's mouth is still open, I think, and it's really <laughs> weird. Um, and yeah, as we said earlier, Bulk and Skull didn't get a second comeuppance. They didn't, which is weird. They normally have two scenes and two comeuppances every episode, but... Comeuppance. <laughs> the plural of comeuppances, come up to people. <laughs> come up a food. <laughs> come up a pods. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they didn't get their, their second comeuppances, which is very sad. I missed them. They, it sounded, maybe it was a cut scene from the episode, because like, when he said nobody tricks me, it sounded like he was going to try and do something later in the episode. Uh, Alright, so, Nick, I think that's the end of the episode. I, yeah, so what? Completely unrelated to Power Rangers, because what would we be if we didn't have like a tangent every like twenty minutes? Yeah, but um, the thing with the freeze frame reminds me this is going to be wild. Do you know the show Hawaii Five? Uh, I'm vaguely familiar with it. Yeah. So once, for some reason, I was watching the intro to that. I think it was just on TV. They introduce all the characters in that show, and all of them have a freeze frame when their name comes up, except for one. Because you can see his hair blow a tiny, tiny bit in the wind. That's so weird. What? Anyway, that's just what the Power Rangers thing reminded me of. Just no, that's that good. thing that has been burnt into my brain since I saw it. <laughs> that is what this Power Rangers episode was. An episode of Hawaii Five-O. The whole episode. In Look, in the grand scheme of things, isn't everything an episode of Hawaii Five-O? And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of It's Morphin Time, the Power Rangers Power Hour, a Power Rangers podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't do our final thoughts on the episode. Oh, Nick, have you got any final thoughts on the episode? As we've said, this has definitely been my... I think this has been my favourite episode so far. Oh, episode two was pretty good. Episode two was fun. I don't know. Because I had the like human bones. chain. I really like Bones and the Human Chain. This one was also really fun, though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this uh, is definitely the best villain. It's it's been so fun. The gnarly gnome was great, and I enjoyed the deaf character. Melissa was fun. I and I don't know. I feel like I enjoyed the fun. weird tangent that um, fucking, uh, Kimberly went on. Yeah, I enjoyed her talking for uh, about ten minutes. Of, of about half of the episode was taken up with her threatening children. <laughs> and I say thanks to the Power Rangers, their Lord and Savior. <laughs> you should go home tonight and worship the Power Rangers. She said, "They'll know and they if will you be... don't. <laughs> They'll be listening." <laughs> But yeah, that's our final thought. So, uh, as I said, thanks for listening to this episode of It's Morphin Time, the Power Rangers Power Hour, a Power Rangers podcast. Uh, follow us on our social medias. Uh, on Twitter, we're at Power Ranger Pod. On Instagram, we're at Morphin Time Pod. And on YouTube, uh, we're It's Morphin Time Podcast. My Twitter is Adam or whatever. And Nick, I'm what's at, yours? I'm at Arson and Larceny. The cr- two right. coolest crimes. The two coolest crimes. Uh, All right, so, yeah, uh, goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Make sure you tell a friend. (laughs) I should add that. Or your enemy. Yeah, look, if we can get a hate listen, I'm fine with that.
Yeah, look, I want hate mail. That, that's why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> Nick, you messaged, you said the other day you, you were excited to get cancelled because of something we say on this podcast. So I'm, I, I, I'm keen to never dream. get cancelled when our jokes eventually just do go over the line. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, the trick is I'll just edit them out. I've already out so many jokes. <laughs> you, yeah, you edit out. You told me the other day that you edit out me cunt a lot. Uh, not like loads. Just I a edit, bit. I edit out like two or three an episode, just because I want to keep it below ten. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, I think, had more cunts in than normal, though. So we're gonna. I think you said most of the cunts this episode. I think I, I have. I have. <laughs> I, I I know I've said at least five, so we'll yeah. see how many cunts I keep in. I'll make that six. <laughs> uh, but yeah, goodbye everybody. Goodbye cunts. We'll see you later. Try not to die of coronavirus. <laughs> I'm one. So, Adam. This doesn't have to make it into the podcast, but I want you to know that I I waved just then as I said bye. Oh, oh that's so cute. <laughs>